The current spoiler warning level is Funfetti. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Funfetti. Um, for our main episode, you're going to be looking at spoiler warnings for uh, Final Fantasy VIII, specifically, I mean, designs all throughout, and then some late game, like, story stuff. So basically, if you haven't played through Final Fantasy VIII, or unless you're not worried about it, um, I would avoid... Um, we also have some spoilers for Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers, though these are purely design spoilers. Uh, Dylan themselves hasn't uh, played that, and so I avoided any any story spoilers, but there's a little bit of design talk. Then we get into the uh, questions section, and at that point, it is a real hodgepodge. Um, I guess I would assume, like, be ready for design spoilers for kind of all of Gundam, because we have questions about, like, modifying Gundam designs, right? And so we're like, oh, here's what I would do to this one, right? I would take this grunt and I would add a Gatling or whatever. Um, and so because of that, we sort of go all over the place. And then we start talking about designs from like old, as in like 90s era Star Wars, like now Legends canon stuff. Like, listen, the the Sun Crusher comes up. It's a whole thing. Um, I guess if you're worried about 30-year-old Star Wars novels, then don't listen to the question section. We have a separate spoiler warning at that time. Um, I don't know. Just please just enjoy the episode, okay? Don't make this complicated for me. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista in G. Uh, we, they, one of the first fucking mobile suits they announced for G, which we still haven't seen in the show, and I want to see it. I'm Six Denmark. And I'm Dylan. Uh, which one? Because it's not like the name itself would be a spoiler. The uh, Demi Trainer. Oh, uh, yeah. No, we've seen yeah we've seen a couple of Demi Trainers around, but we haven't seen them in any practical like combat or anything. I guess, okay, let me say Choo Choo's Demi Trainer. Oh, yeah. That's the one I want to see. That's fair. Um, yeah. I just want to see everything. Well, sure, you know. Look, the, the, the show has a lot of all-star designers on it that are the favorites of Dylan. And I, I basically have not disliked a single mobile suit from that show. I like, I like all of them. They're all freaks, and I like them. Anyway. Uh, hi, I'm Dylan. I'm tired. Hi, <laughs> tired. You want to talk about a robot before yeah. you go back to your endless you know, parade of overtime? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. You know, let's do it. Let's do a listener request. Let's let's have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you are done, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Look, it's fine. It's fine. I'll be fine. When I start talking about robots, I'll uh, turn into normal again. Uh-huh. I'll Detroit become normal. Convincing. <laughs> All right. Well, adding one more thing to the list that I forgot to do. Ooh. And then... Start with the D4 here. No Muffin Lord mentioned to me, like, oh, I requested something that'll be fun, and I was like, I don't know what it is yet, because I don't know if it's on the list, but... 
It is on the list. That was the thing I realized I hadn't added. Oh, okay. So I hadn't been able to find it. Good. Yeah. Um. Gosh, this is a. I'm gonna. I'm sorry, folks. This is gonna be a little, a little. Bleh. I'm going to virtually roll a one d fourteen and physically roll a d twelve for the sound effects. What? So the. Uh, I have to get a number from 1 to 14. Oh, you don't that, own a D14? Wow, 6. I do not own a D14. Hold on, let so, me see if someone's ever actually made one while you're figuring this out. I mean, you can still do your thing. I'm just looking for... Mm-hmm. There are... Yeah, people have made a lot of weird ones, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. D14, I'm sure. Okay, 16, so. 18, yeah, there's a whole bunch of them here. Hell yeah. Okay, here we go. 11. I usually don't say the number, I realize. Um. Oh, huh. Okay. What is it? I've, I'm going to DM you to ask if you've seen this, because I don't know well, we might have to re-roll for now yeah, oh is it say okay yeah dm me oh i'm not okay so we okay, might listen. we might want to hold off on that one for a we're gonna hold off um shout outs to mel you will you will get your time in this i will say so that'll that that now makes it two that we need to do we also have the um we I've mentioned it before. We rolled the VF1 Valkyrie previously. Uh-huh. I am in the process of watching the cross. We will be able to talk about it soon. Yeah. So, uh, but apologies, uh, Mel, for, for one of your fun roles. Um, the one that's a TV show, I guess I'll say. We're going to have to hold off on that one a little bit, but I will put that show on my agenda so that we can talk about it. Yeah. We have realized that, yeah, at least one person should have watched the show, so. Yeah. Yeah, unless it's just, like, self- Okay, well, <laughs> we got Mel's other weird request, and that one we can totally do. Oh, what is it? So, <laughs> um, it's Balam Garden? Oh. Oh, like, okay, so we'll just <laughs> talk about the gardens, I guess. Yeah, yeah, so Balam Garden from Final Fantasy VIII. Okay the school that's actually a giant ship like a salil style ship kind of like the one from uh from uh turn a because that that is kind of what it gives the vibes of when it's flying to me yeah you're not wrong i think that's fair um god damn it i hate it i just hearing the name makes the song in my head uh, I mean, good song, though. Good game. Um, yeah, Balam Garden. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> I'm like, what's the head? How do I describe this? <laughs> Just start at the top and go down. Okay, so Balam Garden is a... So you have a school building <clears throat> located centrally. With above it, a, basically a big halo, that's how I would describe it. You have, like, a halo, and that halo has four yellow beams of light sticking off of it. In between the four beams of light, you've almost got, like, this, like, kind of, like, silver metal working 
mm-hmm. wrapping around the, the yellow pieces. And then it has, like, a blue outer ring. And then it also has a bunch of yellow sort of, like, strings of energy going down into the ground around it. The building itself, you've got... It it is a tiered building. So, like, the, the top middle is, like, the smallest little section. I believe the top middle... Is that is that where uh, Sid's office is? I'm trying to remember. I think that's right. I'm gonna take a look because we actually have a whole we have all the rooms listed. Okay, the headmaster's office is on the third floor. Yeah, so that's the final floor. Okay, so yeah, you have the headmaster's office up top. Uh, I do like the the inclusion of an external ladder on on there, by the way, but it's only got three rungs, just on the outside there for some reason. Good shit. Um, alright, so then what would the second floor be? So the cl- second floor is where the classrooms are located. Uh, there's an outer deck. Um, and then, uh, a, the ballroom. Which is used for the seed formal ball, but also can be used for other formal events. Or the seed graduation ball. I love having permission to use the ballroom for other events. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. the um, So, you have that. And it does have a balcony, too. So, you've got multiple balconies, basically, on the second floor. Then the first floor, which is, of course, the largest, because, like I said, it's a tiered building. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first floor has... Uh, the the library, uh, the training center, where, which which includes T Rexes. I have to mention that because I remember when I was young, that freaked me the fuck out. So I was like, oh, that freaked you the... out. Okay. What? I said that freaked you out. Okay. Well, <clears throat> more because they are hard. Sure, they are. They are challenging for sure. The game is like, I mean, that's the one where Quistus literally tells you, "Hey, you should leave." And I'm just like, ah. Um, I was I was freaked out by a different thing. Uh, what, we'll get there. Let's see. What's the other enemy? The rats. By going down to the basement and there being a fucking alien there. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Well, no, but we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk true. about that. Um, yeah. So you have the training center though. Um, which you know that's where the seed people train. There's wild monsters running around. Uh. It, it is, um, yeah, I mean, because that's the thing, right? Seed is just formalized child soldiers, so you need that. Um, anything special about the library? Not really. Ah, I like that it's, like, the student employee, the library girl with the pigtail, but, like, with capitals, because that's her name. <laughs> um, uh, the Northeastern Corridor has a parking lot. Uh, which is where the seed personnel carriers are. Um, and then the northern cor- corridor has the dormitories. Uh, the cadets will share dorms with two single bedrooms connected to a shared living space. Honestly, kind of cozy. I, li- I-, I-, I like the dorms. It's just like you got like your own little private room, and then you've got like a table with some stools. I've certainly seen worse setups for dorms. Yeah, no, it's, it's just a cute little room. <laughs> 
Um, and then you've got uh, the cafeteria, uh, which is in the northwest corridor. It's open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. You can order meals for the night and pick them up before curfew. The most popular dish is the Balam Garden hot dogs. Have to mention that. It's always very important. Specifically during Norg's Garden Riot, there is a Demi draw point. And I haven't mentioned the draw points before because, you know, that's a gameplay element. But I do like that this one's hidden until a certain point. But whatever. Well, you know. Um, Demi is a strong spell. You know, we gotta we gotta keep those tucked away. The game gives you Diablos pretty early, though, which is like a free Demi. Oh, no, wait, no. Which one's Demi? Is Demi... Yeah, it, it's it. Yeah, it's gravity magic. Okay, yeah, just making sure. So yeah, it is Diablos. All right. Um, Fair enough. Diablos is such a fucking cool battle animation in that. Throws the big glob. Anyway, um, the Western Corridor has an open air quad. Uh, this is where you can do uh concerts or performances or films uh, shown on stage. Um, yeah, the stage has these, at least at the time we see it, you know, presumably you can change out elements. Uh, the big fucking but tentacles wrapped around yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> has, has, has big tentacles and like sort of like Lights. weird light wings behind it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, And then the Southwest has the infirmary, which is actually the first place in the garden you wake up because... Uh, like when gameplay starts, because that's when you have, uh, you know, Squall and Cypher have their little duel and, uh, Squall is injured. Well, they're both injured mm-hmm. and Squall wakes up there. Mm-hmm. Um, where's the garden in the garden? Cause um, clearly they fight in a garden in that opening cutscene. I don't know, actually. Um, oh, and also we have the first floor lobby, which obviously the lobby, you know, connects all the rooms. Uh, just, you know, it's a nice little lobby. It has a moat around it, like a decorative little, you know, Mm -hmm. moat around it, which is just, okay, sure. Um, and then you've got like the directory in the middle and then the rest of it's mostly just a hallway. Um, I mean, it's pretty, you know, uh. And then, of course, you have the front gate, which is actually right outside, which is why, even though it's the first thing on the first floor, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really mention it because it's actually the outer gate. Though it does have a little tunnel that goes, I believe, to the parking lot. Uh, and it's worth noting that uh, part of it gets, like, part of it does not, when when Balam Garden takes off, which it can do, we'll yep. talk about that, Um the whole gate does not come with. Yeah, no. Uh, the area around Balam Garden does not actually get taken with it. It is just the building itself starts flying, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so basically, once yeah. you walk past the front gate, there's sort of a walkway up to a security station with little, like, card swipe checkpoints. It is That is the cutoff, those card swipe checkpoints. Mm-hmm. The rest of that is, is what is left behind. There are also two basements... There's the MD level, which is, you have to, uh, I don't remember why, oh yeah, you have to, that's where the console is actually, to turn it mobile, because there are missiles that are heading for the garden, and it's like, we need to move. Um, Mm -hmm. 
there are a bunch of weird enemies down there. There are... It's actually the, uh, the location of the Blabra, which is the only Flan-type enemy in FF8. Um, the Blood Soul, which is just, like... There's a lot of Tetsuya Nomura-designed sickos in this game. Uh, and this is one of them, where it's just a, uh... Weird... Floating mouth with, like, an organ sack below it and two little arms that also look like organs. Yeah. Uh, the bull, which is a lion head with the wheel of wings, which, I mean, that that's, that's... That's a classic one. Yeah, that's, that's, that is, in fact, Boer from the Pseudo-Monarchia Demonum. Uh, I've played, I've played Castlevania. I know this guy. <laughs> the Gizard, which is, uh, basically looks like a weird lobster but instead of having a lobster head it's got like a, man a skin face. lobster yeah it's a skin yeah. lobster it's pretty fucking awful to look at uh you but know it wasn't a rock uh, it was a skin lobster the thing that's striking me about this is i think about ffa and i'm like yeah you know what parasite eve was made around the same time as this game wasn't it <laughs> fucking great game parasite eve rules yeah and so so does ffa um yeah yeah. The Triface. Uh, this is... Uh, so the body plan actually kind of reminds me of... I mean, you know, it's like a quad-legged behemoth-y looking thing. But it's got like a little tiny face with like weird little teeth sticking out of it in the middle. And then two subheads sticking out that are like, you know, flanking the face. And it's got a weird looking tail with a very odd texture. Uh, hey Dylan, I have a question. Yeah? Why are we only talking about the monsters in one floor of the basement? Because I like the ones in the, sp- in the basement, because they're all freaky. Alright, sure. The oil boil. This is a fun little friend. The oil boil is actually the main reason I wanted to, because I like this guy. He does little wigglies. I think he's cute. I mean, I, you know, I don't mind. I was just like, I mean, every floor has monsters Technically, sometimes. every floor can have <laughs> monsters, yeah, because you, well, because you have, like, um... There, there's... I mean, like, the other ones aren't as good, because you have, like, the paratroopers who are just, like, the soldiers from, uh, what's it? Uh, I guess you Dardinia? have... Is that it? I'm, like, I'm, like, looking. What else do we have? Or Gabaldia, I mean, excuse me? Yeah, Gabaldia soldiers. That's the name, right? Gabaldia. Anyway, either way. So, so you have a basement full of monsters, uh, and then, um... You go down there to turn a valve. There's also one other basement, though. The main basement, you have to use the elevator gate here rather than stairs. The Garden Master Norg is here. Norg is a weird guy. You said an alien. He's a Shumi, but he's like a real fucked up Shumi because he's like... All all the other Shumi you see are like just kind of guys. They do have like really long fingers and stuff. He looks like a Star Wars alien, though. And I don't think at the time that you uh, encounter him, the story, it's possible to have seen any other Shumi. So it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, his name is Norg, all caps. And uh, he's the financier, but you have to fight him. If I remember right, do you draw Leviathan from him also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. All right, I do remember that detail. Um, I, I, I used to have all the... B- b- Back in the day when I didn't have a computer and I was like a, a, a nine-year-old, 
uh, playing this. I used to have all the GF locations written down and would refer to it constantly because I was so worried I would miss one. Mm. And that's one sure. of the ones I remember is that Norg has one. Um, Classic kid behavior. I mean, look. No, I get it. I yeah. mean, I mean, I, didn't I, I would internet. be tempted to do I, it. That now. was the only way. Yeah, um, I'd be tempted to do it these days. It's just I probably would just accept that I'm going to miss some and move on with my life. But yeah, no, I, I, I don't play video games that way. We, even when I was little, I was a little neurotic weirdo who I, I would restart a game if I missed a missable thing, even if it's a I long was, RPG. I was more neurotic about Well, I guess it, I guess I get more anxious about having missed stuff as an adult, but I'm more willing to let go. Oh yeah, see when I when I was so. a kid, well, I still don't do it, but then again, I have the internet now, so I usually don't miss anything anyway. But um, mm-hmm. but when I was a child, I was very neurotic about making sure I like hundred percented games. I don't know why I was like this. I just was. I was just, I was a weirdo. I mean, I still am. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So what happens with the garden is yeah the whole building basically disconnects i'm trying to actually see if we can find a good picture of the gal of balam garden in mobile mode i mean there are a lot of shots on the wiki but they're you know like i feel like the best one we get is something like this from the gallery which is the sort of ending cutscene cg where you can see that it like it's in its full like first of all the the sort of the halo ring moves down to the bottom when it's flying Mm mm-hmm um, but also you see that below it, it kind of looks like a ship's like prow, right? Like a, the, the whole, yeah, you, you don't really get that effect when it is above the ground. Like you can see what becomes the prow above ground, but like, mm-hmm. it's very visible once it starts flying. Like you even have the one picture of it on the sea where this just looks like a real fucked up fancy boat, you know? Yeah. And it also, in that context, you start to see like the three tiered look makes it looks like, you know, like a three tiered main sail. Yeah. Right? And then also, I believe, I'm wondering if those two little buildings there uh, that are at the very bottom are, this has got to be the basement chambers then, right? Because if you look. I guess. Well, because if you yeah. look at the garden from the outside, I don't think you see the buildings that look that way. You only really see the tier. Oh, well, no. I guess the one might be the dormitory. I don't... There's that little building, though. I'm trying to judge... I mean, they're that... they're fully... I'm pretty sure they're fully underground. Because if, if you look at, like, here's a, here's a pretty good render. Yeah. And you can see here, like, first of all, you see... Yeah, those are underground. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and You so... also see a bunch of buildings that get left behind. Yeah. Hopefully no one was there when the missiles hit. No, they probably... I mean, they knew the missiles were coming, so obviously they would have evacuated. Yeah, there's always someone who doesn't evacuate. That's just the way of life. Yeah, well... Um, but yeah, uh... I, I... Sorry, I'm looking at some of the artwork here. I love at the entrance, by the way, Tetsuya and Nomura just being like, Yeah, let's have a gargoyle. And we'll just hang out there, it's fine. You never fight that thing, do you? No, it's just there. It's the statue at the entrance. Yeah, it just feels like the kind of thing that at some point, you know... Revealed to be a garden secret defense system that gets activated. Sure, something that something that Norg hits, you know, when, when you're on your way down to fight him or whatever. Though also, you're not really, like... That's the thing about that Norg fight, is it's not like there's a bunch of, like, wind-up to it. No. <laughs> so it's just like, hey, come here, and you go down an elevator, and suddenly and there's like, a big dude. Yeah, no, he he's like... If I remember right, doesn't he basically just go, like, 
I, I'm trying to remember what happens. Like, because we know that he's the one who um. He, 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 like, does, like, a bunch of the plans and stuff, too. Like, you know, he's mm-hmm. the administrator, basically. He is above Sid. Right, right. Because um, he's the one who gives all the money and all that. But you don't really get to see him, but you just know, eventually, Sid is like, I'm not going to go with, like, you know, your plans. And then... I, I believe what happens is, after the failed assassination of the sorceress, she um is going to destroy Balam and Travia. Mm-hmm. And Norg is like, I'm going to appease her by handing over the party members. Right. And Sid's like, fuck that. This is war between you and me, bud. Yeah. Uh, do we actually ever get to see Travia? Like, uh, like not yes. ruined? Oh, not ruined? Uh, I don't think we do. Is- but the question is, was it ever not ruined? Because the whole thing is, like, everyone at Trabia is like, I'm going to do really well so I can get transferred to a better school. You know what? That is true. Um, yeah, because, yeah, we're gonna, you know, I'm trying to think of what else to talk about with the Balam Garden, because it's not like it has any onboard weapons or anything, right? Like, it just no. becomes a a big vehicle. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's be- it, it is your early form of airship. You get, like, a proper one later, but... I don't even remember. Do you even pilot the garden, or is that always a story sequence? No, you can use it in the overworld. Okay, you do use it in the overworld for a bit. <clears throat> mm-hmm. okay. Until you get the airship, and then you don't need it anymore. Yeah, but... you don't. It's slow anyway, too, on the map, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I just, it's been a while, so I couldn't remember for sure if it's like, you know, because sometimes they give you the overworld vehicles, but those are, like, you know, piloted on autopilot. You um, know, I'm looking at the Trabia Garden now. It's been a very long... It's not been that long since I played Final Fantasy VIII, but it's been a wa- long time since I played Final Fantasy VIII and got far, instead of just repeatedly starting it. Uh-huh. Um, I forgot how bad it looked. Okay, yeah. I, I, you're, you're right. It definitely looked better than this. Probably the basketball court was functional at some point in time. <laughs> yeah. The missiles probably did a real number on this place. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like... You have the one view where it's just the unexploded missile that landed in the fucking quad. Yeah. Where you yeah. also learn these are big missiles, by the way. These are not just like very big normal missiles. <clears throat> uh, the Gabaldian cruise missile. I'm glad we actually know which one it is, too. Or no, sorry, they all have this code. The BAG0003A missiles. They're just gigantic fucking magical cruise missiles. They also have eyes, by the way. These missiles do. They're like ang- they're like angry bullet bills. Bullet bills are already angry. I know, but they're like sometimes they seem like they're just kind of have a have a lust for life rather than being like. <laughs> <and pissed. laughs> I'm sorry. That's just a really funny way to put that. <laughs> they're just like fuck yeah. So yeah, there's also um, the Travia Garden, which we just talked about, uh, which, you know, it's mostly ruined. There's not a lot to talk about with it other than, you know, it's got a quad and the only uh, the only other thing additional is you mentioned it. There's a basketball court sticking off of the quad. And you get to learn all about the local basketball teams like Mog Mog Moogle, Mock Chocobos, and Moomba Samba. Uh, the, um... I'm looking through though. Yeah, it actually looks like there's a lot of similar things of like with the garden. 
in terms I, of design. Because if you look at, like, the concept art, like, the destroyed stage there, it even has, like, the big tentacles that uh, the Balam Garden has. That's true. That's true. It has a... So I guess we could assume that that's sort of either... There are two possibilities. One is that that is sort of the default... That is what the stage just looks like. It always has the tentacles. Or they were both celebrating some sort of regional of like like event some sort of holiday or something that involves tentacles um yeah and th- there are some differences though like for instance uh instead of the statue from Balum uh it still has the same statue actually like the little gargoyle but instead of it being located at the um gate it is located on a little pedestal above a well or not a well a um like a, a yeah no that's like a wishing well um, I was using the right word. Uh, you can see that in this, uh, art here, but you can see it's like the same statue design. It's just ruined because of missiles. Um, yeah. so yeah, unfortunately we never get to see Trabia at its full power or flying around. Uh, then there is Galbaldia garden, uh, and Galbaldia we do see, uh, the Gabaldia building is a completely different design, too. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, is a, it is, uh, it feels like it's based on a freet. Yeah, it is, so... <sighs> Doing that thing where I'm, like, staring at this and I'm like, okay, I can do this. Uh, it's less of a, it's not really a tiered building anymore, like, in the same way. No. This no. is almost designed like a coliseum or something. But, like, it is a round building that has, like, a little section that protrudes to the middle and also has more buildings. But you can see, like, the windows littering it. It's, like, very fancy architecture is what's happening and here. It's almost like they the f- have a U-shaped uh, schoolyard in there. And your Colosseum or, like, or like um, stadium comparison is very apt because, like, even you look at the the building and the windows of the various floors are arranged in like a tiered, like balcony seating situation. Yeah. Which is very interesting. Um, it's very, yeah. So, uh, other difference is they do not train seeds, AKA child soldiers. Uh, they instead, uh, just have normal soldiers and they mostly use this place as like a weapons development research thing. Though there are mm-hmm. uniforms designed for it, I believe that technically those are used by adults, though, and not seeds. So. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, uh, Trabia, worth mentioning, may train seeds, but it cannot graduate seeds. You cannot graduate from Trabia. Yeah, you have to get transferred <laughs> to Balum or... Which is just... Yeah, just Balum, like, actually. I get that this is all caught up in, like basically Sid being like, no, if you want to become a seed, I need you to become indoctrinated into my ideology, but it's still pretty. It's fucked up. It's I a, mean, I like, I like Headmaster Sid, but there's some FF8 has some fucky things going around. This is why, like, listen, people like Dylan and I can beat this drum and it's never going to fucking matter. But like, okay, I understand you did the Final Fantasy seven remake because people love Final Fantasy seven. Eight is the one with so much like shit to build off of. Eight is the one where there's so much fucking stuff in this game that doesn't get explored that you could check out. It's pretty, the game's got a lot going on. I know some people really hate the twist, which I guess if we're talking about all the game stuff, I'll bring it up. Um, you know, like people hate that. Oh, they all had amnesia. That doesn't make sense. Um, because the GFs deteriorate their mind, and I'm like, 
that's a very normal anime plot. I don't know why you would single eight out as being bad for this, you know? I mean, I understand not like, I mean, it's, it's a bigger like game crit conversation to talk about, like using these sorts of things in an anime versus in a game and, you know, time investment and relationship to characters. I guess I would say, I understand why people feel that way. I don't love it. It doesn't like make me really pissed, but for some people, it's a game breaker. I've noticed that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, um, uh, yeah, the Gobaldia Garden, though, uh, it's a very weird place, though, overall. Mm -hmm. Um, so, on the, um, I guess we'll talk about, I'll just start with the first floor instead, uh, instead of top to bottom, just because... You know, it probably was a more logical thing to do. I was just trying to trying to replicate our Gundam approach. Yeah, well, whatever. I'm switching it mid-episode for a different thing. So, the front gate, uh, once you go down the front gate, paved walkway, uh, there's a security checkpoint, because again, this is a weapons development lab. Uh, seeds, students, and visitors present their IDs. So, I'm curious... Gobaldia, I can't remember. Does Gobaldia have seeds, but they're not trained at Gobaldia Garden? I think they do have seeds. I guess um, the thing is, seeds are mercenaries. So I guess right. Gobaldia, even though Gobaldia does not like Balam Garden, they could theoretically hire seeds. Because seeds, once they graduate, are free agents, basically. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I feel like you fight seeds. Yeah, you do. So, that, and, like, you're basically fighting Galbaldia in one form or another for the entire fucking game, so, okay. they must? Interesting. Just I'll look into this as you. Yeah, as you again, it's more. been a while since I've played, so I don't even remember, but, um, worst case scenario, I'm sure one of the listeners has, um... But yeah, so you have to present your ID for inspection, etc. to get in. That makes sense. It's a weapons development lab, basically. So you have the lobby. Uh, at the lobby, um, uh, it is a very different design from uh, Balam Gardens. It is like a, uh, you have four walkways and then like a central pillar of light that is just hanging out there. Uh, that's actually where uh, Cerberus is, by the way. It's guarding it. Uh, Cerberus, by the way, have a, a really cool design in this game. Again, very mm-hmm. much a Tetsuya Nomura design, but I like Nomura's design aesthetic of this period. I, I like when he's going ham with, like, these fucked up monster designs. Um, but yeah, uh, the classrooms are located off the various corridors, so basically they have a bunch of classrooms on the first floor, unlike Balam Garden having, like, the classrooms off on the second floor. Um, they are also, I mean, I think they're similar in design to the ones, uh, uh, Balam, right? It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. a standard, like, you have, uh, the desks on a slope with the podium at the bottom. It's very lecture hall as opposed to high school, which is true for both of them. But, yeah. Um, which, actually, I only have I fe- one class actually, in college that was like that, which was my astronomy course. <laughs> actually, I feel like I'm, I'm strong. I feel like they look more like normal, uh, fucking classrooms in Balam. Balam, is that look. wrong? Let me take a look. Um, no, I'm just wrong. It's oh, just okay. the it's just that the angle is different, and so I'm thinking of it differently. But it is still a tiered setup. You're right. Yeah, I was gonna say because you have the computers off to the left. 
mm-hmm. that are but they're the desks are still I think tiered. It's just now I will but say the aesthetic uh, is different, but not the the, the 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 whoever's the lecturer is in the classroom at Balam has a much more comfy little desk because the one at uh I mean I guess we can't see everything, but it's just funny because it's just a podium in uh Gobaldia. <laughs> Which, it's yeah. funny to me that it has classrooms, actually, thinking about it. Because, again, so, do they have students here that aren't seeds? Well, they have to have, they can't have seeds. They could have seeds in, in like, people who intend to join the seed program right. at some point. Right, okay. But none of their students are seeds. Um, oh, this is where, okay, this is what's causing me the brain issue, right? Because, again, Sid is like, oh, no, only Balam can do this. Okay. Right. Right. And so, like, people, like, they are, it is just a mercenary school. Specifically to be a siege, you have to go to Balam. So people who intend to transfer get trained up at Trabia or Galbaldia, but also other people who just generally want to be trained up in, in fighting. Um, but I think also as part of that, I mean, like, if you think about, like, officers getting trained, right? If you're doing anything more than just, like, here's how to do survival training and shoot a gun, you do still need lecture halls, right? If you're teaching people tactics and stuff. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, off the northwestern cor- or the northern corridor, uh, there is the field house, which, so that's when we actually get to see uh, the in the middle. It's actually, rather than it being, like, a big outdoor quad, um, it's actually a sort of a track, uh... It also has multiple courts for different sports in there. So that's yeah. like what that little tennis and basketball yeah. arena in the middle is, uh, which makes sense because apparently Gobaldia Garden loves sports, which we get to talk about the skating rink, skating rink rules, <laughs> skating rink where we get to fight uh, the um, the uh, slappers, as they are called, uh, the hockey players. Uh, I love I, lo- I love them. Um it's, you know, it, pop quiz. What is the team? Uh, oh, what was the team's name? Um, just trying to remember. Ah, uh, 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 what are <laughs> they? This is causing like physical pain. No, because I know this. I played the game and I know this. I just can't remember though. They're they're Gabaldia Bears. Oh, the Gabaldia Bears! God damn it! Right, uh, and then you have the little sign, the "Keep on Rocking" and Gabaldia signs around the rink. Um, yeah. So, how when can you, you hate a game with this much fucking personality? It's so funny. Um, I I love it. You go from the locker room. <clears throat> Uh, apparently, also the the team is not at, the hockey team is not actually uh, human students. It's a bunch of demi humans. Which, uh, it looks like it also uses monsters in some translations. Seeing demi-humans is just funny to me, though, because that makes me go, oh, Xenogears. Um, but anyway. Uh, god. I love the slappers. I'm so glad that the Gavaldia hockey team is here. They've got cool, uh, they've got cool Jason masks. They've got just a wonderful logo. Amazing. I love that. That's so good. Just a big pissed teddy bear with claws. I love Nomura's art of these hockey players. <laughs> their shoulders are about even with the top of their head. <laughs> Giving off like David Byrne in a big suit vibes because of the these really wide shoulders that are <laughs> high up. Um, I love them. 
I, I love the hockey or yeah, the hockey team. They're great. I'm glad there's a skating rink. I, I want to like call out though uh-huh. them here. I think demi human is the translation because if they can play hockey, they're not monsters. Yeah. Also, they can also they can talk and use like formations. Yep. Because they do actually mention formation M. Uh, they can also say things like "We have heart." Go Gabaldia. It's a critical <laughs> attack that never misses and ignores your vitality stat. Ah. <sighs> uh, great. All right. The second floor, we have the dormitories. They're located off various corridors in the second floor. Um, and they're way more depressing. Yeah. Uh, they bunk four to a room, and it looks like... Yeah, it's just four bunks built into a wall, and then you have a couple of little... Uh, you have four little desks that are pretty small with a little terminal in front of them. It's really dumb, because this is just a common design, but those bunks are reminding me of fucking Gundam Seed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, that's funny. You do have the reception room, which is actually a pretty nice little reception room. Yeah. Um, has like, you know, you go in. I, I, I see the problem with me in this reception room is I would see drawers and I'd be like, this is a reception room. Why do they have drawers? And I'd start opening them because this is designed like someone's really nice room. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's got two little couches. You've got like a little glass table in the middle with some flowers. You got. I, I love the lamp setup in here where you've got two lamps on the outside uh, of this uh, of the desk on the on the wall. But then on top of the desk, you also have two little desk lamps. They look kind of more like a like a armoire or a hutch over there. Yeah, um, I also I, I do think the drawer thing, the drawer thing is funny to me because it feels like like consistent world building because you look at the rest of this. You look at this building as a whole. And it's like, OK. What do they care about? One, they want the outside outside to be intimidating to outsiders. Two, they want most spaces to be very workmanlike and efficient. Yeah. Three, they love sports. They fucking love sports. Uh-huh. And then you get to their reception area, and again, they want outsiders to have a positive impression, but they are so not used to building in this style. They are so not used to this style of decoration. They have just made a living room, like a normal-ass yeah, living room. Yeah, they're, they're just like, what sort of things do people have in nice houses? And just drop them in there. Lamps. Some, like, some <laughs> asshole in Cabaldia just being like, lamps, desk lamps, lots of desk lamps. And they have three desk lamps in this one room, including two desk lamps that are located right next to full-size room lamps. You have one person shouting, we're a mercenary school. Why did you add a China hutch? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> oh, you got cut off for a second, but then it loaded all your dialogue for me. So <laughs> great. All right. Great. Am I caught up? Test? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. I think so. Okay. It, 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 that, the, it, Discord did that thing where it like stopped for a second and then it played you back fast, but I was still able to get what you said. So, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I was just like, oh, Six is talking really fast. Oh, wait, no, that's that's Discord catching up. Um, I, I mean, it's a nice room. Again, it's a very nice room. It's just funny to me because this is just a very, yeah, over, almost a little overdone of a reception room. Um, okay, so then we have the, the second floor ring. Uh, so nor- I would have started with this because this is the thing that connects the corridors, but... I'm going in the order of the wiki, and they did this in a weird order now, so whatever. Uh, Finally, you have the auditorium. I love the auditorium because whenever I see this, all I think about is 
fucking Ada breaking through the fucking window above and landing there to 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 yell at you. And it's a thing I've always thought, but like even with Ada breaking through the window above, this entire room is extremely reminiscent of the courtroom from Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Very similar setup, just, you know, um, techy. Yeah. Uh, looks like you would sentence people to death here and for everyone to watch and cheer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, it is designed... Again, it, this feels... Even, like, this room, right? It, it, maybe less of that kind of thing. It does feel like they designed this auditorium as, like... Uh, it, it almost reminds me of, like, they've framed this auditorium as a sports hall still, though. Just for speaking, though. And, like, this area down below doesn't make any sense. Why no. is there, like, a pit that would be, like, from the higher seats? It would be hard to see this. It's so people could be down there and put on trial by Ada. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and finally, on the third floor, uh, there's the uh, headmaster's office. Um which uh, is where Headmaster Martine resides. Um, though, do we ever... Because we see Ada and Cypher up there. Do mm -hmm. we see Martine? I don't think you get a chance to see Martine in office like that. Yeah, okay, he does have a design. I see him. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, you... Oh, right, this guy. Yes, 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 okay. You just don't yeah, see, you him see him in his him. office. I just don't think you see him in his office, right? Yeah, okay, I remember him. <laughs> I recognize this dour face. God, he is such an angry man. He has no eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Um, the headmaster office is... When Ada is residing there, it's pretty cool. You've got her hanging out in, like, a floating cloth chair with a halo above it and, like, a, um... And, like, you know, curtains around it. Feels reasonable to assume that she did some remodeling. Yeah, no, that feels like an Ada thing. Cypher busy in this screenshot being like, I'm a knight. I love Cypher. Uh, I love Cypher so much. He's such a fucking moron. He's, he's good. He's a moron in a good way. Moron, moron, uh, complimentary. Love him. Um, alright, uh... <laughs> and then lastly, you have the train station. Yeah, oh yeah, the train station. So there is a solitary train station, um, which is linked to Delling City. I'm assuming that this is probably not brought with it when the garden detaches, because this garden also right. detaches. Right. I wonder if Tra Atrabia, I suppose, probably would if it hadn't been. Yeah, I assume wrecked. all the gardens would have this function, but Trabia, as we see it, is so fucked up that there's no way of even guessing what that would look like. Um, mm. I do like the thing about ba about uh, Gabaldia that I like is it, it it looks even more like a combat vehicle than the Balam Garden, like because it's got like this weird. The halo floats to the uh, bottom again, but it's like flying off at an angle. Mm -hmm. And I just love the way that, like, it has this, like, symmetry about it from the front that just looks really cool to me. I, I yeah, like how like, this looks. It looks like it has a head, and then you have some sort of, like, talon-looking things underneath. It's a really cool-looking garden, on the whole. Um, oh, also, they have a launch bay for motorcycles somewhere on board. Sure. Because you have the Why motorcycle not? soldiers. Because you have the Battle of the Gardens, which is where you get the big uh, money, the big money shot where they're just like, it's, they can't render this many 3D models at once, so it's actually like an FMV playing in the background. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that scene is amazing. I love that, though. If you're playing, like, properly on an emulator at resolution, because the effect gets ruined if you have this game scaled up at all. This is the thing yeah. about playing games with pre-rendered backgrounds, it, like, on the PlayStation. You really don't want to upscale it, because what ex- actually happens is then the 3D models stick out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, you want it to look as flat as possible, because it. this section just fucking rules during the Battle of the Gardens, and you've got uh, the Bellum Garden Courtyard with all the fighting going on. They fucking launched two giant buildings to basically meet in a field and fight each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty good. Fucking motorcycle soldiers on rocket motorcycles. That's how they get the Gabaldia soldiers over there, is by literally fucking launching them. Uh, it's so cool. It's a good game. Oh, I also forgot the paratroopers. You don't fight them with these on, I don't think. Uh, these are just, like, used to land them. But they have these, like, little external suits with, like, oh, yeah, a halo of yeah. jetpacks. Uh, normally, you just fight the soldiers in there, like, you know, that they're paratroopers because they're green. But these mm-hmm. suits are cool, these little landing suits. Uh, I'm seeing, like, the remaster screenshots of this, and it's just not as cool. Because the effect is ruined. Also, I don't like the remaster's models as much. I, uh, I, yeah. Uh, you do fight the paratroopers, but you fight them during the weird sequence like this, rather than in a uh, proper, like, battle. Oh, right, When you're yes. running through. God, it's been so fun. I need to, I need to play this again. It's been so long since I got this far in the game. Um, yeah. So, alright, there is actually one other garden to talk about, I think. The game has three gardens, Right. Right. As part of the story. And we've talked about those. However, in Final Fantasy VIII, there is a secret guardian force known as Eden. And its name is Eden. And if you look at its design, this is designed after... Well, presumably, the maybe the assumption can be made that the, the, the gardens are designed after Eden. Because, I mean, it is Eden. Right. And that's the Garden, like Garden of, of Eden. Eden. Yeah. The first yeah. garden. Uh, this thing is a lot. (laughs) So, you basically have this fucked up creature, because this is a Tetsuya Nomura creature of the time. The top of this is almost like, like, when looking at it from the top, you've got like a little pointy, like a head with a pointy chin in the middle. As it extends back, it almost is like a bird, right? Like, you have these angel wings extending off. Mm-hmm. So, but it looks almost like a bird-like thing. Like, you know, even with the head having the chin like that, almost evoking a beak. As you hit the back middle, though, past, like, the wing sections, you have, like... Again, it is, like, a big round section. It's almost designed like a garden. Like, you know, like, the the way these buildings are designed. You just have, like, this big round section in the middle. Uh, On the top, it's just plain blue. And then you've got, like, these, like, almost rib-like white sections with, like, lights inside of them. Uh, from the bottom of the chest, like, or, like, you know, that little top area, you've got a bunch of, like, spiky and, like, tubular lights hanging off of that. It's weird, because this thing both has, you know, organic-looking parts and also very obviously, like, almost constructed parts. Mm-hmm. Um, also, on the underside, you get, like, 
uh, uh, for that whole ring on the back of it, you've got, like, a bunch of, like, glowing lights on the bottom and, like, some gold fillet. Like, you've got, like, gold decoration with, like, yellow, red, and green lights around it. And, like, these purple, uh, like, this, these purple parts in between the gold. Then you have, like, a strange body that is extending downward from the middle. Uh, which yeah. has, a, one, it is wearing a cape on this body. But then this mm-hmm. body on the top middle of it has a bunch of bodies all over it. Like, you've got a bunch of what look like angels, basically, like, hanging out as the middle of the body. Some of them wrapped around a pair of boobs. Yeah. Yeah, that is the effect <laughs> Which there. is a choice. Yeah. Nomura. Nomura. Um, so it's, like, a big body that is made of a bunch of little bodies, basically. And mm-hmm. there's, like, big angel wings hanging off of it. As you move down through, like, the various wings and the various angels... They start getting more abstract towards the bottom because you start getting angels where they don't even have full bodies. They're starting to do, like, weird biblical throne angel shenanigans with, like, you know, it's just a head with a wing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you also have some, like, eyes out of the side of this. Which it feels like that is purposely designed to be eyes because they are given, like, little black pupils in the middle. Yeah, they Um, don't show up the same on the actual model, but in the concept art, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then the bottom of this just kind of ends in a point. Uh, this summon is the final summon of the game. It is, you know, the big secret summon. It is also, you know, one of those summons with the most over-the-top animations where it looks like it basically launches the enemies using a beam away from the planet into, like, another galaxy's black hole, like the center of a galaxy, which then explodes and expands and does damage. Yeah, it's a lot pretty fucking cool i love these animations um this is also our only opportunity to talk about an alternate version which uh we shouldn't give any plot context for uh uh, because that would be spoilers in a way that i just don't think is necessary but there's also a design from final fantasy 14 oh i didn't know that actually oh this is huh interesting yeah, let me, uh, since you, do you care about spoilers? Should I, ju- I could just send you images if you don't want to uh, see the I mean, context. I, I'll, I'll, I, I can avoid looking. Okay, oh. so I'll just send you some, some pictures. Yeah. Of Eden and that. So Eden is both a, um, location, which is the top shot and then a boss, basically. Okay. Um, sort of within, within Eden, Eden, it manifests as okay. this boss below it. And it's. Very obviously referencing a garden with this design. I mean, it, it, it plays it plays fight your way, so... Oh, yeah. it does? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, this, is this in, like, the new expansion or something? This is in the last expansion. This is from Shadowbringers, and it's, okay. a, it's a series of raids that are all Final Fantasy VIII-themed. So. Okay. Neat. Um, I like the design of, like, that, that the Eden Prime there, as it is called. Um, mm-hmm. Just, like, a lady on top, but then, like, a giant body made of, like, basically it looks like it's all made of wings, and then it still has, like, the angel body motif, like, if you look at the legs mm-hmm. and such. Very and interesting design. The FF8 Eden, I don't think we mentioned, has this sort of, like, big, like, crystal, almost, like, cocoon-looking thing based on the inside on yeah. the front edge. Um, And for the FF14 boss version, it is made into a sword. Yeah. Like a big spear. Looks mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah. I like Eden. Also, the way that you get Eden is also real fucked up because it's from 
let me tell you about locations that scare a Dylan. Um, I, I, I don't remember. Well, I've talked about it with you before at the very least, like how I don't like, like the deep sea and stuff. Oh, I love the deep sea. Actually. I do love the deep sea. I just get scared of it too. I, I have the double, like, I think the sea and sea creatures and everything are really fucking cool. And I love them. They also inspire a deep fear within me. Um, mm-hmm. And the way you get this is from fighting the boss that is at the very bottom of the Deep Sea Research Center, which, let me tell you, kind of a scary place. Because you just keep going down, and you keep going down, and you keep going down. Um, you do. And then once you get to the bottom, you you fight Ultima Weapon, and you can draw uh, this from Ultima Weapon. Um, but yeah, um... Yeah, Eden's not, like, like a lot of the bosses that are, like, secret, like, you know, things at the end, kind of like Ark and FF9 or whatever, uh, or, like, Knights of the Round. It's, uh, it's, it's very showy while not really having much lore to it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, obviously we can, like, deign that Eden is, you know, maybe, like, an origin of the gardens or something, because it's this, like, primordial sort of, like, partial mechanical, partial biological thing that is obviously like very frightening and you know like different than all the other gfs um Mm -hmm. but like there's no definite like you know there's no lore to read into this really you just kind of have the name and the design and you just got to go off that um right again much like uh, my favorite my favorite of these is still arc from ff9 but that's because it's it's cruise chaser blasty so i fucking love it um of course i do um but yeah uh eden's great though uh eden's a a really cool one of these and yeah i just you know i wanted an excuse to talk about eden because we were on here (laughs) yeah um just a just cool design cool summon animation uh i mean all the summon animations in the game are fucking great i will say um the the cloak is neat. It is very obviously a cloak in the art, but I will say in both both the remaster and the original graphics, it does kind of look like fleshy in a way that is kind of gross. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it looks like it might be more of like a red flesh protruding out of the back, like as a cape, um, it, 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 which is just kind of also an issue of the texturing, though, because obviously it's not going to look clothy because this, this is a PS1 game. Right. But it looks cool still because of that. Yeah, the 14 version uh, leans back on the cloth element, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, that would be it for the gardens, then. Uh, yeah. Which are, you know, mechanical designs that are vehicles. They, they, you could theoretically call the designers of this mecha designers if we're using the, the loose definition of that. Even though, you know, we usually are talking about humanoid mecha. Um... Sure. Yeah. Why not? It was fun. I mean, listen. I have fun. Eden's humanoid-ish, kind uh, of. Hold on. Hold the fucking phone. No. No, Eden is not. Eden is a floating nightmare thing. If a human has, was, sh- was shaped like that, that's not just <laughs> like, you know, this is not like a thing of like, no human would ever naturally be shaped like Eden. They would need, sure, a human no, would well, need a tail? Nick? I called you Nick because you're being ridiculous. I'm sorry. Dylan? What is humanoid about this? What is humanoid about the Sazabi? No arms, human would be legs, shaped like the Sazabi. Arms and legs and the head and the torso that are all visibly identifiable. Excuses. 
That's not excuses. That's not humanoid is. Not even looking at my computer. What? It, it doesn't matter. I'll say the Eden from FF14 is humanoid. That you linked. Sure. That's definitely true. That is humanoid. I just don't think Eden from FF8 would be described as humanoid. If I saw that creature in the world, a creature that was shaped like that, I wouldn't say, oh, that's a humanoid creature. That's like a fucked up bug bird. We'll let the people decide. I think I'm right. I mean, obviously, I, I wouldn't I, I assume that's, that'd be why you were shouting. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I guess I wouldn't <laughs> argue if I didn't think I was right. Be, uh, I can't say that about myself, leap. but <laughs> I absolutely argue when I think I'm wrong, but. <laughs> why do you do that? Why would you do that? I don't know, because it's fun to get, it's fun, it's fun to hear people get passionate about things and get enthusiastic anyway, and Anyway, I'm sorry, I accidentally clicked on Pandemonium as a related GF, and I forgot what a fucking nightmare this thing is. Anyway, or Pandemona. I'm linking it to you, but we'll talk about that anyway. But, but that's not this episode. Probably also a not. Final Fantasy fourteen raid series. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's got the fucked up tail that's also a vacuum bag. Anyway, um. All True. right. Damn. All right. Well, uh, thank you everyone for joining us. Um, we will catch you next time with more. But for now, we need to get into some questions. Yay! After this point, we are getting into questions, as we just said. Um, and so you can expect spoilers for uh, very general mechanical design for just about all of Gundam. Uh, talking about designs and and sort of how we would modify them to either you know a, a, in accordance to with questions we've received from a listener, and then also spoilers for old Star Wars novels, and I just I just don't know how to quantify that. Please, it's it's almost one a.m. Please just be nice. Know know your limits. Thank you. Okay. Uh, two questions that come in from, uh, Dalek Pharaoh on Twitter. Thank you. A couple more questions for the show. One, if you were tasked with making a mass production of a unique suit, what suit do you choose and how do you trim it down? Ooh. Ooh, this is a fun one. Okay, making a mass production machine out of a, out of a special one. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of ones that don't already exist or don't have existing mass production types, because like you know, a cubelay could be an answer. But the thing is, there are mass production cubelays, which are actually better than the cubelay, which is fucked up. <laughs> in terms of it's like in terms of like raw, like you're looking at it as a mechanical design versus a mechanical design. Uh huh. Um, I'm, I'm thinking. Of course, I'm gonna go with UC because that's like the easiest one for me to think about. I feel like it's easier to not do UC because UC is really well covered. If you pick something in UC, it's very likely they already did this. Mm. If you want easy street, you pick wing because nothing like the tall geese is the only design in wing where they did this. I guess that's true. Do you have an answer for this? I have a couple. Okay. Um, I think I, I like the idea of a really shitty mass production wing Gundam. Where, like, it does, like, the, oh, you have to slap on a shield unit for it to fly and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it has one of those really clunky, like, like a bad Wave Rider transformation. Okay. I like that. I think that's really funny. Um, 
And my other one is I would really think it was cool to see a mass production Gundam Exia. Mm. Where basically it is not very like it is not very fast or agile. It just has like like three swords and a big shield and it just sort of charges forward and tries to use the swords. It would suck. Oh, the Gaga version really cool. of the Exia. Yeah, exactly. Fucking I just Gaga's. think that would be dope. I hate Gaga so much. <laughs> I love them. They're so stupid and I hate them. Right. I, I, I also feel like you could do double uh, uh, O stuff. You could do a mass production like Dynamis, where like it doesn't have basically any weapons but the rifle. Maybe it only has one arm. Yeah, like, it just the, has rifle the rifle is an arm, and then arm. holds onto it with the other arm. I feel like ba- that'd be basically cool. like uh, you know what it would be to me thinking about that. Like I'm imagining like you you even remove the legs. It is like a weird like hover tank. With a rifle, a single arm for grabbing the rifle arm and stabilizing it, and then the head is just like a scope. That would be. Oh, I think I think you do the um, what like the the nightmare frame thing, right? Mm. Where like the head peels back to reveal reveal a huge like the faceplate like splits into four and slides back, and there's just a huge fucking scope back there, a huge fucking camera sensor. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Um, so designs for me to think of. So, hmm, I'm still thinking. I'm sorry. It's the, the again. Sometimes, like I think of a design and then I go, "Wait, there is already a like one." Because I was, I thought of like some of the age ones, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if you could make some mass production units out of the." Uh, oh wait, yeah, right. There is a mass. Like there are mass production units based on the age one and the age two. And all that. What if we were to make a mass production version of Sharzaku two? Um. Uh, dang. I need to look at these questions ahead of time just to have the answers ready, because, yeah, because... Uh, okay. This is a I fun question. Advance. It's fine. This is a fun question. I just, uh, you know, just, I'm, I'm pondering. Um, trying to look for, like, wh- like a cool one-off special machine in general that I can think of, too. That's, like, kind of the... Like, that's the thing. I'm, like, I'm the, I think I'm starting too much with the mass production part. I need to just start off with, a, like, a really cool one-off special machine I like. That I can make like a you know, like a mass production version out of. I need to start with that. Um, or you can do a machine where there is a mass production version, but it's not that mass production, right? Like, mm-hmm. what if you actually made like I know they produced a fair few of them. What if you actually made a mass production Quebly? Um, because all they did was they made more of them. They didn't like shave the design. It's, down. Yeah, it's not actually like a. It is not a cheaper design. It is a more expensive design, actually, because it has a larger tail and now adds the two cannons. Um, yeah, it has more funnels and stuff. I mean, like, yeah, imagine imagine if it was like, okay, uh, it doesn't have a tail. Those are just in the arms, and it has no other The Gundam weapons. is actually the mass production version of the gym, is basically what has happened there. <laughs> um, yeah. I think, okay, so... Oh, you know what, actually? Um, there is one UC suit, uh, which technically there might be ver- versions of this. But I think doing a mass production Sazabi would actually be kind of neat. Um, I mean, there is literally a mass production Sazabi, but... Is there? What's the MP... Hold on. It's the MSN04... Oh, no. Oh, I was thinking of the ground type, which was intended to be mass production, but that didn't happen. Right. Well, I was going to say a mass production Sazabi wherein um, what you would do is... Basically, uh, you could do something like you you omit the funnels, right? Sure. Because sure. theoretically, you don't have a mass amount of new new types to pour into this. 
And what you could do is uh, give it like wire type incoms. But because you have the incom system, what you could also do is maybe have like two wire type incoms on the backpack. Like, right? Like you, you just redesign the funnel racks to be similar to like an incom thing. Hmm. Uh, the other thing you could do though, and this feels like it would be a uniquely Xeon thing or a uniquely Xeon thing is uh, make it so the arms also uh, are able to launch off wire guided. Cause then, it, and you could still give it like the beam shotgun and, and like the beam tomahawk uh, or the heat. Uh, yeah. The be- big beam tomahawk, but have it. So the arms mm-hmm. can also be like wire guided. Um, That'd be pretty cool. And then like, you know, you would slim down the profile a bit, like maybe just like tone down the shoulders, tone down like the, the bell bottoms. Um, you know, it would, it would be likely skinnier, but um, yeah, I just think you could do something like cool with that. Um uh, another example of this, um, you know what, let me do, like, let me, like, look at the wing ones, because I'm wondering. Um, a, I, I think the idea of doing a mass production heavy arms is kind of funny. Uh, and what the idea would be is, so, you would likely, you know, gotta give it the gym visor type head, right? Mm-hmm. And rather than having the plates that open, what it would be is the chest would actually be just an open cavity with a, a, a bunch of, like, Gatlings in there. And, like, the Gatlings would actually flank the pilot seat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you would have mm-hmm. the cockpit hatch in the middle there that pops open, but around it would be, like, four Gatlings. Um, and then, instead, basically, instead of having missiles, it would have Gatlings. So like the shoulders instead would have like little gat like Vulcan Gatlings built into the shoulders. The arms would be the Gatlings and then you would just have like so you would have two Gatling arms, Gatlings in the shoulders and then like four Gatlings in the chest. Um, I feel like that'd get really expensive. No, no, no. Just the Gatlings uh and then none of the missiles on the waist or anything. It's just legs. Maybe. I feel like it'd be actually cheaper to replace all the Gatlings with missiles. With missiles? I guess my problem is you have to refill the missiles, whereas Gatlings, you can put more ammo in, I guess. Right, that's what makes it a shitty mass production suit. Uh, and speaking of which, just the sickos part of me has an answer of, I want to see the mass production Gundam unicorn. Oh, no. Where it's like a gym with NTD, and the pilots just get destroyed. So, here, real quick side thing. Uh, I need to mention this. There is actually a joke about that, uh, specifically relating to age, and I, I need to show you it. There's a unit in Age that is a custom, um, is it the Genoese? I think it's the Genoese. Give me one second. I just need to dig it up. Yeah, here it is. That people used to draw. Oh, I had it for a second and my scroll wheel scrolled too far. God damn it. Uh, there it is. Um, people used to joke about this because look at this design. This is a person's custom version of the huh. uh, Genoese. I believe that's the Genoese. Let me double check. Wolf Genoese. It's used by Wolf Eniacle. Um, yeah, that's the Genoese custom. Uh, but there used to be jokes about this actually having, like, a mini NTD in it because of it being an all-white design with a horn. Mm-hmm. So you would get, like, random fan art that would show it, like, revealing that it's gonna open up and have NTD. So that's the, what I thought of when you mentioned that. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, um, uh, you know what? A uh, mass production Epion could be funny. It's true. That's true. That could uh, be good. So you would have to... So do you think a mass production Epion would keep the transformation or would it just omit it entirely? Because of the design. 
I think... Oh, no, maybe a mass production Epion goes the opposite way. Maybe it's always it's the MA. Armor? They build the yeah. MA. Yeah. And what they do is they just build it as the MA. There's no, like, body or anything. So, like, you would design the legs to be more like heads, right? And uh-huh. they would just be both in the center. And what you could do is it would still have the whip tail. And then uh, you would just put, like, instead of it having, like, you know, the giant cool beam saber... Instead, the two heads sticking off, each one would have a beam saber pointing towards the outside. Uh, just like a normal sized beam saber. And it, it has to attack only via ramming. Mm-hmm. It has to honor the melee duel thing, though, so it has no ranged weapons. It's just this shitty little, like, two-headed wing thing that has, like, little beam sabers sticking out of it and the tail. Which I don't think is an effective weapon, because there's no way you're aiming that. <laughs> I I think I want like the version of the mass production Epion where it its mobile armor mode is like includes the shield and the whip right mm-hmm. but as like uh I I know this exists in Gundam I can't I'm thinking right now however of the armored core version where like some missions you start with like the disposable booster to get you into combat and mm-hmm. then it's gone and I want the shield and the whip to be attached to that so once you get there you're just a mobile suit with a sword you don't even have a whip or a shield anymore. God. Um, I I want to do at least one more because I don't know. There's a fun question to think about. Is the thing we do have another question though? This oh, is, this is a okay, two question. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let it a go. Two question. If, question. I, if I think of more examples of these at some point, I I'll mention them. But yeah. Okay. All right. What's uh, the next question, question two, sort of the reverse. If you were to this... make an ace out of a mass production suit. Okay. So here's the thing. I was just thinking, you know what? Knowing how my brain goes, I think it would be easier to make an ace out of a mass production suit. Because uh, I like customized mass production suits. So actually, this is, a, I think, a, a, an easier question. Though, just to keep the order, do you have any uh, ones for you right now? I don't, I, don't have, I don't have an answer yet, no. Okay, so I would think a... Uh, a, a an ace custom of like a Gaza from uh from like Zeta and Double Ooh. Zeta would be cool. So like I mean you know there's a lot of the various Gazas that are the different letters. Um, mm-hmm. you have the Gaza C D the E. Um, the Gazalm's technically a Gaza. Uh, you get like the Gaza W, and there's all kinds of weird variants. Um, but my idea for like a Gaza variant, uh, specifically that would be like this would be like. So. The, 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 using, like, kind of the Gaza D as the base idea here, um, mm-hmm. you know, because the Gaza, you have the Gaza C, which I like, but the Gaza D is already, like, a souped-up Gaza C anyway, because it's got, like, the big thruster binders for the shoulders and such. What you would want to do is basically, add, those thruster binders on the shoulders, uh, you would want to add a pair of miniature ones of those to the legs instead of the scoops on the outside, so they would be, like, thrusters that can move around. Okay. And then what you would also add is to the back, like, almost like a Sturm booster type of booster. Uh, And then you would omit, like, the gun on the back. Like, you know, just the double beam gun. But you would increase uh, the the power of, like, like, you could increase the power of the knuckle buster. And what I'm thinking of with it is basically making it a giant beam, like, you can make it a focused beam or a shotgun. And that would also be used during the transformation because it can, you know, pop up during the transformation. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, because it's a Sturm Booster type design for the backpack, it still folds back. 
with like all the rest of it cleanly. And you know, the legs normally have the claws on the bottom, but what you would do is just have it. So then you have those rotated thrusters out sideways. So it could be like a high mobility machine that just has this big ass, like beam shotgun that can use it as like a dispersal shotgun or just use it like a buster rifle kind of thing. I think that would be cool. Uh, specifically when I'm thinking of it being used as a buster rifle too, I want it to be able to like be a continuous beam. Cause I love when those get to get used in UC when a beam gets to keep going so you could sweep it. I think that's cool. Um, but we are talking like, like we are talking like Jim to Gundam, right? Because a lot of these, it's like, well, there is sort of like a, like a, as an example from, from wing, right? I guess there is technically the white Tauros. That's technically an ACE custom, but like, barely. I want to add stuff to it though. Right. Like okay, I want to add right, unique things. Right is the thing like, um, like with that like upping all of that stuff like i'm not gonna add like funnels to it but that's not something you would give to every soldier that is like sure something sure. a specific like sharpshooter would use someone that could also and someone that would be trained to deal with like a mobile armor that or mobile suit that can move that fast you know okay okay i mean i would want you know i mean the easy answer is i would love to see an ace custom of the armored gym one of my favorite mobile suits uh mm. How do you do that armor without G- turning it into just a full armor Gundam? I mean, because or, or the armor rock, uh, dis- because despite its name, the armor gym is actually fast. Mm-hmm. And I think you lean into that, right? Like, I mean, it's a hover type. Um, so you're not going for like mud rock. You want this thing to stay mobile. I think the way you do this is, I mean, first of all, you need to give it a gun worth using. That would be nice. Um, (laughs) I want to give it, uh, wrist mounted box saber blades. Okay. That that, again, thing, more things need that personally, I think, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think like, gosh, I, I like the idea of it just having like ridiculous jump jets to use a like a battle tech term i want it like i don't i want it to still primarily move by hovering and of course it can jump because most mobile suits can jump but i want it to be able to do like ridiculous like gap closing super jumps Mm, okay i did just think of a silly answer that just hit me okay Uh, a a new type use gun tank aka gun tank 3 that is based on the gun tank 2 uh so here's what it is, right? Uh huh. You take the gun tank, two. You know, you know the gun tank too, right? We talked about I that. I do, with Grant. unfortunately. <laughs> um, and what if instead of having all these cannons, all these located weapons around it, you replace those with various bit type weapons? But like, and they like various bit type beam weapons around it. And so and, you just want bits that are like. Tr- 15 times the normal size Size, yes but <laughs> here's the thing move? also i want it to split apart like the turn x i want you to think oh, oh this is going to be a slow tank but then the upper body can also launch off and just be controlled separately and then the cockpit module of the head can also be launched off basically you would be able to mix and match the parts too for different levels of stability so like basically like it would roll into battle and it would be like oh Okay, so this is just, like, a gun tank. Uh, 
aim at it, the upper body separates, and then after the upper body separates and is, like, floating, the arms separate off to the sides, and then the head cannon with the two turrets, like, with the pilot in it, actually, like, separates as well, and is, like, moving around, like, looking at the battlefield while keeping these bits in place, and, like, and moving those around. I just think the idea of the cockpit, like, being, like, the little thing flying around, like, a bit, along with all these giant bit guns, like, Basically the reverse, right? Bits are normally small weapons on the battlefield while the pilot is still in the big mobile suit. I want this to be... The pilot is in, like, that little cockpit as they are watching the battlefield controlling all of these little weapons that were originally attached to a gun tank-like body. I just think that's a fun idea. Okay, I have a fun idea. Okay. Uh, I need you to pull up a page so, uh, so that you have reference for this. Okay. So we take the RB-79 ball. Yes. Okay. We make it significantly bigger. Oh no, mobile armor ball. We make that top gun a high mega. Okay. We replace its little grabbers with just mobile suit arms. And all those little like 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 rocket nozzles on, on the, the bottom, bottom are scattering beam guns like a big Sam. <laughs> God. <laughs> Just has these buff arms. It's a ball with buff arms, a big cannon, and just a bunch of little beam guns all over. It's the RB one seventy nine baller. Um, <laughs> I hate that. I hate also, that. oh, also, uh, you don't make the little like eye part bigger in like when the rest of the suit gets bigger. That part does not, but now it's a mono eye. Um. I'm going to try to grab at least one AU thing, because I don't want to be too focused on UC, but UC has a lot of fun grunts. That's why it's easy to just, like, mm-hmm. jump to UC mm-hmm. things. Um, but, like, okay. Could you imagine a, uh, a, 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 a like, an Ace Custom, like, a, a Tall Geese for the Water, a, an Ace Custom Pisces? I That'd want be some, very cool. I want something like that. So, like, it would be, like... I think what you would have to do in order to make, like, the Pisces better. So, you know, the Pisces is, like, the little squat one with, like, the weird rotor arms. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, how you do that. Like, because thinking of, like, trying to make an ace custom for the water is kind of a hard thing. Because water suits are so specialized to begin with. You know? Mm-hmm. But, like, that's, like, my, where my brain went is, like, oh, what, like, how do you do an ace custom for, like, a water unit? Uh, uh, like a transforming water unit like that. I mean, first of all, you just give it a super vernier backpack, but they're super turbines. Okay, yeah, it's like big water jets on the backpack. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I think what you would want to do also, because it's an Ace Custom, it's supposed to look heroic. As much as I like the high gog limbs, you need to elongate the legs uh, so that they sure. would be more... But but the thing is, because this is a, a technically a transformable mobile suit, that would also extend the size of the submarine anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, you would have to elongate the legs a little bit. Um, I'm thinking we keep the fucked up arm proportions, but instead of like having like, you know, just the rotors, the rotors would be on the wrists, but at the end would have manipulators. Um, I'm trying, and I think the manipulators, what you could do is maybe make the hands themselves be like tubular and they would just be like, uh, like, you know, like, um, basically like torpedo hands uh that mm-hmm. would be there as well so it would have like the hands that can fire the torpedoes but it would still have like the wrist blades that can like rotate around um 
And then finally, I think what you would do is, so you know how normally it's got like the torpedo, uh, torpedo bays on the shoulders there? Yeah. Um, so we know that like beams and such don't work underwater normally. Uh, other than like the Death Scythe gets to have its beam work underwater because mm-hmm. it has like, you know, like the really strong beam. Oh man, a grunt Death Scythe would have been fun. What you do is you have these shoulders actually be like big beam cannons that do like short range beams but that are, like, really thick and big. Mm-hmm. And, like, the idea would be when it gets into combat close enough, it can just, like, launch those um, at, at, at the enemy. Or, e- even better, uh, it basically the idea is it launches, like, a big thick beam and, like, it kind of thins as it goes on, but because it's so thick, like, you know, the water would cause it to, like, taper as it goes on, but it's still, like, a big beam cannon that you can use underwater. Mm-hmm. I just think that would be kind of neat. Um, any other, any others for you? While looking at the wingsuits, um, I mean, mine isn't from the wingsuits. Um, okay. I want the GN flag to be fully realized. Mm. Oh, the so GN like flag a GN flag is such a cool design that is meant to actually like transform and everything. That is meant to actually transform and has like a you know like a beam rifle and stuff. Yeah. Oh, one more, one more, real quick for me on the prior question because this would be a great one. Imagine a mass-produced Reborns Gundam. That'd be a lot. So, but what you have to do, so it has a gym-like head. Basically, the front half is instead a gym. Complete with, you take the Reborns rifle and you cut the barrel off so it looks like the beam spray gun, right? And then you Mm -hmm. have the shield, but what you do is you remove that white part on the shield and no funnels in the shield. The backpack would then be... Uh, uh, instead of it being a gun cannon backpack, you would have it be, like, a gun tank-like backpack. Um, and what this would do is, instead of having, like, the, um, instead of having, like, you know, the four cannons that are the funnels, it would just have two little short cannons that are built in around it. Um, but the, the problem with this is, uh, the heels on the bottom would actually be wheels, so the back heel would just be like a little wheel section. Uh, the problem with this design is they wouldn't have accounted for, even though it's a tank on the back, uh, having wheel heels would make it be a little unbalanced when it's in the gym mode. So it would have the issue with, whereas when it's in the gym mode, it would have high heels that are wheels that are not stable. And whenever it fires, it actually causes it to kind of like rotate a little and it has to readjust itself. Um, and meanwhile, these cannons on the back though, would be like uh, the cannons would be more stable because then you would have the gym front heel. So it actually would make the back mode be the preferable mode. So the gym mode is just kind of like a useless, worse mobile suit. I, I think that would be a very silly, but fun, like dumb mechanical thing to do with that. I have an answer that is kind of an answer to both questions. Okay. Given the hellish cannibalization of tech that occurs in seed, uh-huh. the GAT Zero one AR dagger astray red frame. <laughs> okay. I want a dagger with a katana. <laughs> Just a dagger with a katana. God. Uh so the worst part is that kind of exists though, right? Because there is hold on. Uh, I believe it's the one that's built off of the Blitz Gundam. Uh you know the one. Uh the the green one. We talked about it. Fuck. The N dagger N. 
which has two That's true. Katanas. That's true. That's true. I forgot about I forgot about the Undagger end. You're right. I hate this stupid thing. <laughs> it's very, very stupid. Uh God, just we we gave it two katanas. Um But yeah. I mean technically that gave it a katana and a wakazashi. Oh sorry, yeah. Dylan, did you do the reading? The one smaller, I'm sorry. <laughs> um But yeah. Uh, uh, uh Okay, last one. Last yeah, okay. one. One more. I want a, uh, I, I want, you never see it in the show, right? Mm-hmm. But if you go into MSV, you find out they, they, they did make a mass production version of the Gundam 00. They just couldn't get it to turn on. It just doesn't activate. <laughs> just all. like, hmm, turns out this is hard. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Uh, just, just like, it has like a two... T- they can't even get, like, two fake GN drives to activate at the same time and, like, sync up. Let alone the real one. Let alone real ones. Um, uh, I want, actually, you do it before, do it in season one. Make it a season one, like, UN tech where it has two, like, like not even G- just two solar drives. You know, I will admit, like, the thing that hits me is... When we're talking about this, I didn't even think about the idea of doing an Ace Custom, but, like, with the MSV Vax story of, it, this seems like it's really cool at a glance, but then it just doesn't work. Those are some of the best. Well, the worst part about this is my example for this isn't even in fucking Gundam. My example of this is thinking about Star Wars, because I read a really bad Star Wars EU book one time called Darksaber. Okay. Which is not about the Darksaber that people, I think, think of. Because when you look up Darksaber, it pulls up this weird black sword. That is not what I'm talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm talking about Darksaber, the space weapon. Uh, uh, that is a de- It is basically a Death Star beam that is designed just around the beam. Like a space station designed around a beam. Okay, sure. So it looks- yeah, Oh, yes. I actually, actually, I think I read about this back in the day. I didn't read the book, but I was yeah. aware of this. So what happens with this is it was built by Durga the Hutt. And he was going to just use it for, you know, like, I am being, you know, I'm going to intimidate people with having a, you know, this cool planet buster, right? It is based on the Death Star, but it is made specifically on the cheap. It is just given a shell around the cannon, basically. And so they called it the Darksaber because it looks like a big lightsaber almost, right? Mm. Um... And, it, like I said, it was made really on the cheap, and the problem with it is, when it goes to fire, it, if I remember right, I believe it just kind of collapses? Like, it never gets to fire the beam? Like, it goes to do that, and it has, like, a big power outage? And then, uh, it gets attacked and destroyed. <laughs> Spent all this money on making a fake Death Star, and it can't even do a single Death Star beam. Uh, I like this quote from the top of the page on uh, the Wikipedia. Yeah. Maybe we don't need to sabotage the weapon after all. The whole thing is a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's like, Durga wants it built. Yeah. So, yeah, it's funny. I like this the quote here where, yeah, it's like, this weapon should be more maneuverable than the Death Star, more easily recharged, and able to fire even more frequently. Uh, I like how it's like, oh yeah, no, this is going to be totally cool. Um, 
It has no extraneous defenses, no super, uh, no like extraneous lasers or anything. Just a long cylinder with a beam in the middle that has like a couple of areas for you to be inside of. Uh, Boy, it would suck to be inside of that thing when it fired. Okay, so here's the thing. The computers had a security system. The, design, the, the alarm system was designed to be unpleasant and attention-grabbing on purpose to make sure that, you know, people paid attention. However, the construction was badly handled, so the, there was a lot of false alarms. So people are hearing this annoying loud alarm constantly when it shouldn't be going off. Uh, glow panels don't glow. Some computer terminals didn't turn on. And there were clouds of steams that were randomly uh, venting through the body from the various reactor cores. Uh, it it has nothing. It, it, this is just a terrible idea from start to finish. It's basically, you start building it, and then you keep cheaping on the construction, and then you just get basically a big death cylinder, which theoretically could have fired a beam, but never got a chance to. Uh... Also, I like how there's uh, a, uh, a a joke uh, from Fragments of the Mind's Eye, which uh, is drawn by Pablo Hidalgo, which is uh, Bob's discount super weapons, because everyone making Star Wars books at this time was like, we need to make a super weapon. So it was just uh, being like, yeah, look, look at all the super weapons. There's a billion of them. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's I my assume the, the sun killer or whatever is in there. Is that what that is? Uh, the, you have the galaxy gun, the sun crusher. There, the, that's what I'm thinking of, the yeah, sun crusher. You have the super star destroyer there. Then you have the eclipse class star destroyer there, which is the, a star destroyer with a super laser on it. Um. The sun crusher is the most, like, like, rules lawyer, like, OC bullshit. Do you know that one? That's the one that's made out of, like, the unbreakable material, so no one can just shoot it down and it's just fires missiles into suns and destroys entire galaxies, right? Or, yeah, it's just uh, like sorry, uh, it's systems. just like oh, it's it's like completely unbreakable in any possible way. So it just flies up to a star point blank, sets off a supernova, and then since you're in the unbreakable ship, you're fine, and you fly off and do it somewhere else. Lamau, not only that, I'm sorry, I just looked it up. I see a picture of it just driving itself through a star destroyer. Uh huh. That's yeah, so it's funny. Mad stupid. It is the most. I I am unbreakable. Most. Flies at full speed into a star destroyer. <laughs> oh, this is piloted by a person who I think was in the book. That's Kip Durin. Uh, I think this is the guy who was friends with a uh, was it Dorsk, the clone guy. Yeah, Dorsk eighty one. Uh, who in Dark Saber dies in a cool way because he does. He stands at the apex of a temple. Uh, the Jedi Temple, and does a force push so strong it knocks away, like, uh, Admiral Dalla's fleet. But, like, while doing this giant force push as all the, like, initiate Jedi are, like, channeling their force energy through him, it just causes his entire body to, like, break down and be destroyed. Which, to be fair, I think that's pretty cool. That's, like, the one thing that I think in Darksaber was kind of cool, is everyone, like focusing their force through this one point and so this one guy becomes a channel of the force but it just like destroys his body to do this i think that's kind of cool um anyway all right we're talking about star wars uh uh six where can people find you on the internet i assume that's all the questions right yeah it is it is for now uh you can find me on twitter at six detmar s-i-x-d-e-t-t-m-a-r uh, you can DM me there if you have any questions or comments or you know feedback for the show if you want to have a request if you want to get a question on the air um 
And you can find my work at scanlandmedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlandmedia. Dylan, what about you? Uh, you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com, uh, you know, and you can find me on co-host at lowpolyrobot as well. Uh, co-host, I post daily mecha usually, and then on Twitter, uh, I haven't been posting much. I am in work hell. I am in overtime work hell, and I just have not... Like, like when I, when I'm doing things right now, I am not doing it to like, be like, I want to share these with people. Like I normally am. I am just doing them to just do something while I am also doing work. So I don't lose my mind. So I haven't really been playing or doing anything sadly right now, but anyway. Uh, all right. Uh, I, the only reason I was laughing when you were saying that earlier is I was just thinking of like, you know, like when Jackson and like Nora are uh like end up on a podcast and they just start talking about star wars and m is like uh we did that we we started talking about star wars in that way i entirely blame you it was my fault i did bring up the the you brought up the sun crusher though i didn't look i didn't know i forgot about that thing and then i had a six what's our sign off (laughs) whatever whatever Oh, right. Oh, fucking God damn it. Yes. Whatever.